Welcome back to DPP Does Direct Recorded Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where we don't invade China. With me is my co-host Russell. Dude, Japan was assholes in the fucking thirties and forties. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. We also have Dave. I also did not invade China. <laughs> Uh, we have a special guest for our last episode of Martial Arts March. Martial Arts. No, Martial Arts March. We got Mike. Howdy. Howdy. This week, rounding out Martial Arts March, we've got Ip Man, 2008, rated R, hour and 46 minutes of of just kung fu glory. Of true story from my understanding. Yeah, I mean, probably for the most part. Yeah, I think it's mostly true. It, it was dramatized. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a joke. It was loosely yeah. based. Yeah. Uh, so the dragons were a weird touch. Yeah, I forgot they existed. <laughs> so uh, there this was no dragons. Movie takes place in the thirties. Uh, it starts with uh, it man being wealthy. And uh, living in Fushan, and uh, there's a bunch of martial arts schools, and he doesn't run one. He just, you know, lives on his estate with his wife and his son, uh, and they're, you know, just chilling. And uh, these guys roll into town that think they're badasses, and they wipe the floor with all the other martial arts school masters, and then they're like eating some noodles and this old man's like you guys are chumps you ain't beat the best guy in town yet and they're like what (laughs) they were very offended (laughs) who's the best guy in town uh and he's like it's it man so they go after it man um and uh he's like i don't want to fight he's like you know well he beat one of the other masters first but it was like private He's like, he didn't want to fight anybody because his wife's getting on him about, like, practicing too much. And she wants him to spend time with his kid. And, like, instead of doing the kung fu thing. Right. And he's like, okay. So then this guy shows up and he's like, oh, I want to fight you. And she's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> don't break any of my shit. That was awesome. I love that. She's like, just don't break anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they fight. And they don't They don't break anything. But then but she's we'll like, like y- you can't skip the part because she's like annoyed at first and she's like telling everyone to fuck off too well this is i'm talking about the first fight oh the first fight. the first okay. fight she's like uh whatever and then then later when the guys yeah. roll in and yeah, they yeah. they come and they like bring everyone from town yeah uh they she's like telling everybody to fuck off like he's like yeah i mean wife says that we're not i i'm not fighting anymore so i'm not fighting anymore i respect my wife and he's like you a pussy He's like, no, I respect what my wife's wishes, man. Like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. And he keeps on with the pussy stuff. And <laughs> and she's like, you know what? Just don't break any of my shit. Kick this fool's ass. <laughs> um, and this is all direct. About. This is direct quotes. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really weird language for the 30s. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's weird. I mean, uh, it's uh, like they updated it a little bit. Subtitles. Um, yeah, subtitles. It, it was... Uh, it was oddly oddly translated. Um, so then he fights this guy, and they keep breaking shit, and he's like, I'll pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I love when he's like, like breaks a vase, and he's yeah. like, I'll pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pay for it. It's fine. Let's fight. 
uh, and he beats this dude's ass, and like then he gets a sword out because he's butt hurt, and then it man proceeds to continue whipping his ass with a feather. Uh, yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. So he beats this dude up, and then like he makes a deal with uh his buddy. Um, is it his brother? Or is it just a friend? Because his son calls him uncle, right? Or, so like I don't know if they're actually related. It might be a translation. I'm guessing uh, is just like a friend. friend of yeah. his. It seems like um, I've noticed in a lot of like uh, well, just about any like Asian movies, they often like call people uncle or auntie that yeah aren't actually aren't related. Actually related. Yeah. I think it's just a cultural thing. Sure. So anyway, uh, he makes a deal with this guy that's starting a cotton factory. Um. And he's like, you know, just give me the money back when you got it. You know, whatever. I'm I'm fucking loaded. I got this super nice house and all this cool shit. And, you know, I don't even work. I haven't worked in years. Blah, blah, blah. I just do kung fu. Not anymore because my wife, she's not into it. Uh, she's not into kung fu. She's not into kung fu. Um, so then uh, he gives this guy money and he fucks off to start his business. Fade to black, title, title screen. Couple years later, Japan invades China. Uh, considered the beginning of the of World War Two in the Asian theater. Um, Is it two? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I read about this. Yeah. So I was like. I was like, this is what? I don't know anything about this. So then I read up on it and it it's interesting. It's it, it was the beginning of it wasn't uh it's a it's an interesting cuz it's like the very be- it's like before everyone started going after uh Germany. Oh, okay. Cuz like actually Germany and the US both <laughs> helped China. Because Japan was just like conquering everything. They were just like going on after everybody. China, Korea, Philippines. Right. Um, Which that's not really pertinent to this movie, but it is interesting history. Um, So this was like a real war that actually happened. Um, Sino War? I don't remember what what it was called. Sino War number two, I think. S-I-N-O, if I'm saying that right. Probably not. But we're... White millennials, so we don't know how to say anything. That's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pronunciation is not really our forte. Yep, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, leave me alone. Ip man. Well, it's Ip man. Just, okay? just to be that asshole. All right, I'm <laughs> fucking punch you in the balls. Um, a lot of people got hit in the nuts and recovered very quickly in this movie. Yep. <laughs> um, so. Japan invades China. They pretty much take over this part of China. Uh, they're, like, killing people in the street, putting them into camps, like, making them do forced labor and shit. Um, so, and they, like, confiscated It Man's house to make it, like, the headquarter, their headquarters in this town. Yeah. Uh, so he's, like, living in a shitty apartment kind of thing uh, in town, and, like, everything's a wreck. Uh, nobody has any food, so like they're running out of food. So he like tries to find a job, 
uh, nobody's hiring except for this like coal filtering shoveling plant. I don't know what the they're like coal shoveling know. plant. Yeah, they're like I don't know what they're looking for. Yeah, or what they're doing, but or just like refining the coal it's for a real dirty job. Yeah, they're just like shoveling coal through these giant like open grates. Like the grates have huge grills, so I don't know what exactly they're doing. Um. If you guys know what they're doing, email us, draftyq.gmail.com. Um, so he starts working there, and he's getting a little bit of food, and he's, like, saving it and taking it home because they, like, feed them, like, a potato for lunch. <laughs> so he, like, he like takes up the first potato he gets home to feed his family. Um, and at this point, the cop that he had uh, interacted with that I hadn't didn't bring up, uh, this cop that uh, was, like the captain or something of the police in town that he interacted with before the Japanese uh, invaded. He's like a translator for the Japanese now. Uh, And he shows up to this coal, whatever shoveling plant. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, And he's like, Hey, anybody want to come fight uh, in this tournament and you can win rice. And he sees it, man. And he's like, no, 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 not you. He's like, what? And this other guy that he's with goes. So then he goes, and then... Uh, Lynn? Lynn? What was was that? Was Lynn? that his name? I don't Something remember. Like his name's Lynn. Um, he goes, and basically the general that is in charge of that province is having people fight Japanese fighters, uh, and if they win, they get rice. They get a bag of rice. Um, per person they beat, right? Per person they beat, yes. Yeah. Um, so the this one master is there, and he beats a guy. Uh, when they show up, so then uh, he like takes his bag and he he fucks off, and then uh, Lynn's like, I'll I'll fight somebody, so then they uh they go. They're they're wanting to fight, and the general's like, uh, "I'm bored. I want to fight somebody." So he goes down there, um, and Lynn and two other guys fight this general, and Lynn's like, "This I fucking hate the Japanese. <laughs> they're like completely <laughs> fucked my my country and my family and all this stuff." So he's like trying to kill this dude. This dude is way above his pay grade, and he keeps yeah. coming after him. The other guys were like, they took. They they got knocked down once and they were like, "All right, let's take the L, guys. Let's get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. here." And Lynn's like, "Nah, fuck that. I'm gonna die for the cause." <laughs> and he's trying to kill this dude, and he, it doesn't work out for him. He ends up getting beaten to death. Um. So then, uh, the next day, you know, it man goes to work, and Lynn's not there, and he's like asking for Lynn, and Lynn had told him about this like tin. That he dropped, and he finds the tin, and so he's looking for Lynn. He's like, "Where the fuck's he at?" Um, nobody knows where he is. So then the guy shows up asking for people to go fight again. So Edmund's like, "Fuck it, I'll go fight. Let's go. I got to find Lynn. What happened to him?" Because he asks the cop, and the cop's like, oh, "I don't know what you're talking about." He's like, "Is he okay?" And he's like, "Where'd he go?" And he's like, oh, who's Lynn?" <laughs> he's like basic motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh so he goes 
and when he goes, uh, the the same master that won previously is fighting again, and he wins. He beats somebody, and then he's like, uh, he's basically like, oh, I'm gonna double my money, and he's like, I'll fight. Oh, what did he say? Like five, three guys, something like that. Yeah, three, three guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he loses to the three guys. Uh, he gets pretty beat up, but he had beaten one guy. So there's a bag of rice sitting there for the one guy. Yeah. And he goes to pick it up when he's going to leave, and the general's like right hand or whatever. I don't remember so what his so. rank was. Sato. 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 Yeah. Uh, Sato just like fucking pops him through the head. Just domes him. Because he, he was going to steal that rice mm-hmm. that he didn't earn. But he did? He did. But he did earn it. Yeah, and the general's pissed. Yeah, yeah, Sato's a fuck. Uh, the general's pissed off that this guy shot it, shot at him, and he's like, what the fuck? Uh, so he kind of stomps him down a little bit. And then it man's like, "What the fuck? Fuck all these motherfuckers! I'm gonna tear all of you the fuck apart." Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he does. Yeah, so he they they like let him out, and they're like, "All right." And he's like, "I'll fight 10. <laughs> and they're like, "You fucking stupid!" And he's like, ten. Give me ten. And he fucks up ten dudes. <laughs> yes, he yeah. does. Uh, he, like completely handily too. Like he yeah, gets he, it like twice or something. I don't. Does he get touched? I don't think he gets touched. I don't think he gets touched does until he, he touched? until later. Until he fights the, uh, the yeah. He fights Jin again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at this point he still has yet to be hit. I think Jin hit him like once in the house. The other master didn't hit him, but I think Jin, the one of the outsiders that came in, I think he hit him like he, once. Uh, a few times, I thought. Okay, so I wasn't counting. Like I, so the way I was counting it was if he uh, parried. I wasn't counting it. I guess. Okay. Because so, there is a couple times he gets like he gets kicked for advantage. Like he'll get kicked, but and then he, he ends like up with ends advantage. up with advantage. Yeah. So which I Jin was doing that. to all the other masters. Yeah. He was doing that. Yeah. Uh, so he like he destroys these ten guys. Um, and they like surround him, and like the other guy like pulls his gun, and the general's like, "Nah, man, he br- he beat him. Give him his fucking rice." So he drop. They score. drop all the rice. Um, he's like honorable for a occupying general that's forcing people to work in camps and stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I actually, I actually really like the general. Yeah, not like as a person, but, but like, like as a bad guy. Yeah, as a like bad guy. I, like a I like that kind bad of bad guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, he's like, give him the rice. So they drop ten bags of rice, and he's like, "Fuck you!" and takes the bag of rice that <laughs> that they had domed uh, the other master over, and like yeah. he literally fell face first into it with his brain with a new hole in it, and like completely bled all over it. So he just takes this bloodied bag of rice, and he's like, "I'm out." So he leaves and he goes to that guy's family's house and gives them the bag and tells them the blood rice. The blood rice. He gives like, them oh, the thanks. blood rice. You couldn't have brought us any of the clean. <laughs> any rice? of the clean rice? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like he could have fed his whole goddamn neighborhood. Yeah. With the clean rice, but he was like, "Fuck you guys." God forbid his own family. Yeah, like, he was fucking pissed. 
Uh, mm. Like his wife was dying there for a second or something because she hadn't eaten. Yeah, she's yeah. like real sick. sick. Yeah. yeah. She's like starving and he made her like some sort of soup thing. Yeah, what the fuck did he make? Do you remember what he made? I, I know, know it's like a, rice it's a real water. dish. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called though. I, yeah, she he said it and I, I don't know. remember. Yeah, like I, don't I've, I know it's a, a I want to say it started with a G. Kanji? Yeah, he yeah. made kanji for her. Kanji. He made kanji. Had a G. Kanji? Yeah, he made kanji. That's like Japanese letters, isn't it? No, kanji w- with a Kanja. K. K A N G J I is Japanese like letters. Yeah. Kanji is like C O N G E E. It's a rice dish. Oh. I think it's like a rice soup dish or something. And ganja is different. Yeah, that's different as well. <laughs> that is also, also different. different. <laughs> and kanju <laughs> is also different. Uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, uh, then uh, fuck, how to, uh, I don't remember. Oh, then he just like is like, I'm not gonna fight with them anymore. And the general's like, that guy was badass. I want to see him fight some more. <laughs> and then I want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. It was weird. Yeah. With his hands. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they can't find him, and he's getting pissed off that they can't find him. And then the outsiders roll in again, and they're like fucking road bandits now. Yeah, they just went fully feral. Yeah, they went full <laughs> feral. They like take some of the cotton guy's shit. The cotton guy's back in the story. They take some of the cotton guy's shit and take it back to him to sell it back to him. Uh, and he's like, I actually am not making any money because the Japanese are stealing all my shit. Uh, and they're like, uh, payments then. We can do payments. <laughs> uh, and he's like, no. And so they like beat his ass. Uh, so his son runs off to get it, man. And man's like, ah, oh, fuck, okay. So he goes, and they've already left. So they're all like, teach us kung fu. So he teaches them kung fu in like five minutes. Um, there's a montage. There's a montage. <laughs> uh, it's been a while because the general hasn't seen him in a while. Yeah, the general hasn't seen him in a while. So like, he teaches them kung fu, uh, and then uh, those guys show back up, and. Uh, he was gonna run. Was he running yet? I don't remember where I'm at here. I get the, uh, get he, the story confused. He has moved into the police guy's. He's moved place into the police guy's point. place because yeah. he like beats but Sato's I, ass. Yeah, because Sato shows but up at his house. He's not on the run yet because he goes to the cotton mill. Yeah, he goes to the cotton mill. That's when they found out that they the rumors of him being at the cotton mill. Yeah. Yeah, because he beats Sato's ass. Sato's ass, because he like eyes his wife. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, he's like playing guns with his kid, but with an actual gun. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's like bang, bang, bang. Like his his son is like backing around the corner, like being like bang, bang, and everybody's like, the fuck. And then Sato is like on like crouched down, like walking at him, being like bang, bang, and he's got like. This fucking horrific look on his face because he and he's also pointing a fucking real gun at a <laughs> child. Um, so it man was already pissed, and then he like starts fucking eyeing his wife, and then he's like, "All right, fuck you." 
<laughs> I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna break your goddamn neck. It's gonna send eight grown men to the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that was my favorite question. Yeah, that was great. Uh, it's a reference to the the episode Weekly. of DQP Weekly. Yeah. Um. So that shit happens, and then he he's living with the cop. Uh, and then he goes he goes to the uh the cotton mill and Jen is shown back up and he's like fighting everybody at the cotton mill like him and his cohorts are like fighting everyone yeah uh so then it man shows up and he like finishes them off and they run and hide and uh Lynn's brother is with them who had been missing since before the Japanese showed up and there's like a heartfelt moment between him and it man where he gives them the tin and it had the kite that yep he had lost in It Man's tree, and that's how he saw It Man and the master fight in the beginning of the movie, so on and so forth. So then uh, It Man is like, I got to get out of here, talks to the guy, and he's like, hey, take my wife and son and get him the fuck out of here. I got to go like deal with this dude. Uh, so he like takes his wife and kid and the the Japanese like show up and they're gonna like kill everyone if it man doesn't surrender basically so he surrenders yeah and the general's like all right we're gonna fucking we're gonna fight bro or he suggests that he's gonna kill him yeah Sato it, wants Sato wants to kill him Sato wants to kill him uh the general wants him to teach the Japanese how to use his style of kung fu wing chung uh and uh it man is like shove it up your ass <laughs> <laughs> but the translator's like he'll fight you <laughs> <laughs> he loves your ass yeah <laughs> so then uh they like you know there's a cut there's like a day in between when they take him and when they're gonna fight and like him and the general like have like a little conversation, even though they don't understand each other, which was weird. Uh, when he's trying to give it man some food, he's like, "Hey man, you gotta eat, so you're ready to fight me." And he's like, "I don't need that to fuck you up, bitch." And he's like, "Yeah, honor or something." And he I gets up and leaves. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but the way they did it, it seemed like he, uh, it man, it seemed like he knew Japanese. Oh, so like he never yeah. speaks it before that. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's. I think he didn't want them to know. To take away that he didn't uh. want them to know that he actually spoke Japanese, and with like his character and everything else that's happened, I mean, it would movie, make sense. It, it would make a lot of sense if he did know Japanese. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to be another translator, right? And then, you know, because that guy was seen as a traitor, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Bad news. Right. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. No, it's fine. Not to de- like, derail anything. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Shane. I'm 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 a I'm a I can get it back on the rails because I'm a real host. Um oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Was that a dig on him uh, or me? All three of you. <laughs> what what is Russell host? What's <laughs> nothing anymore? Why are you attacking Russell? Whoa! <laughs> Dave, I need you to edit this whole part out. Freeze frame. <laughs> <All right. laughs> edit this, Dave. 
Anyway, uh, I'll make so Shane say he likes butts or something. It man, <laughs> it man tells tells the general to go fuck himself, and he's like, "All right," so he leaves. Uh, and then uh, Sato comes in and is like, "You're gonna lose tomorrow." And he's like, "What?" He's like, "No, you're gonna lose." He's like, "Fuck you." So then it's the day of the fight, and the policeman is sitting next to Sato, and Sato's like, if he beats the general, I'm going to kill him and you. He's like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, Good to know. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) But... and the, the, the cotton guy is taking the wife and kid out of town, and he has them, like, tied up for yeah, some reason. Yeah, they're, like, tied <laughs> up. <laughs> like, don't yeah. run away. Don't try to get back. Uh, well, she's, like, being kind of disgruntled. Like, Oh, yeah. She's like, no, no, and she gets, like, super upset. Yeah, there's, like, a whole thing. She's like, you know, I never supported him when I should have. Yeah. And, you know, this might be the last time I possibly could, and I can't be there. And the cotton guy's like, God Damn it. (laughs) Okay, we'll go back. I hope we don't die. (laughs) Um, So they go back. uh, The general and it man fight. And for the most part, it man whips his ass like pretty handily. Like it's like a normal martial arts movie fight. Like all the other ones was like Bruce Lee fighting the first guy. In the movie, and like <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, Bruce Lee's a badass, and like they gave up on that eventually, but like they are initially showing like he is a complete badass and is owning this other guy. Mm-hmm. That was like every fight until this fight, yeah. where it was like a normal fight in a martial arts movie, where it's like this guy's a badass, this guy's like a better badass, and he's gonna beat this other badass ass. He's the baddest of the ass. But, but like, they're going to get a few shots in, you know, and then he's going to go on and, like, do the rest of the movie. This was the last fight of the movie, and he beat this general's ass like that. And I was just like, God damn. They're just like, the it man is the fucking man. Holy fuck. He is the man. Uh, so he beats <laughs> the general's ass, and then Sato shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> he said he would. Yeah. Uh, but the, the he like he wings him really, yeah. and the 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 <laughs> policeman, <laughs> the policeman like stops him and then like gets him to blow his own head off. <laughs> yeah, uh, which was which that was pretty cool. Fucking beautiful. Um, and the wife and kid saw uh him get shot, and then they uh grab him, put him in the truck that the cotton man has, and they they drive away and. Some go somewhere else to mend his wounds for Ipmon too. He goes yeah. to does he go to Hong Kong? Yeah, he go yeah. to Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah, Hong Kong. And then there's like a the rest of his life, like the Animal House, uh, and uh, they talk about him uh, working with Bruce Lee and stuff. Yep, yep. That was when I messaged uh, you guys, and I was like, "Holy shit, this full came circle, full circle." Because yeah. then he, he opens his own. School. He opens his own. He after that, he opened his own school. Like yeah. after J- Japan, like left China the fuck alone. Uh, and now China's the asshole. But anyway, <laughs> history is crazy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we own all these islands. What? Um, <laughs> History be crazy. <laughs> History do be effing crazy. Um, 
I mean, China's great. We wouldn't say anything bad about them, right? They're like a hundred episodes too late, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, what? <laughs> We're gonna have to like scrub the internet for all these uh, fucking episodes that we've ever done when we have to l- learn Mandarin. Yeah, when um, they finish buying out America. <laughs> eh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, there's a whole thing that I wanted to talk to you about about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um, yeah. Th- I mean, that was the end of the movie. I I really enjoyed this one. Uh, and also I was happy that Amazon didn't put two sets of fucking subtitles on it, uh, since I have the subtitles turned on like it did with the protector, because that was fucking annoying. (laughs) Like every time, every time they were speaking Thai, it was like the actual subtitles that are already on the movie because they're speaking not English. And then there were subtitles of the subtitles over the top of those subtitles in a different color and everything. And I was just like, what the fuck? It's like trying to read a fucking book in 3D, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I was happy that this one was just like, yeah, here's your subtitles. And they're just normal. Was it free on Amazon? Uh, Yeah. This one was was free on Amazon. I watched it on Tubi. I watched it on Netflix. I also watched it on Netflix. It man, on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, like all oh. of them are on Netflix. Yeah, because the next watched, three are it was, Netflix. It was free on Amazon. Netflix movies. I watched it on Tubi, and there was three different versions, and I picked the wrong one twice until I got the right one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Dang. But yeah, I I think this one was better, like than a lot of the other ones that we've watched. Actually, all the other ones that we've watched. Um, yeah. Glad it was last. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the story was cohesive, very and uh, fucking awesome, and like good. Yeah, the acting was really good from yeah. like all the characters. Like even though we're reading the whole fucking movie because it's all in Chinese and Japanese, I didn't care. That was fine. Yeah, dude, I I forgot. So like, the movie was so good. Like I was so enthralled with the movie, and it was so good. You forgot you were reading. I it. forgot they weren't speaking English. Yeah, like. It was good. Because it, it's so good. It's so yeah. fucking good. Holy shit. Also, this like, is the one that I watched in the Vietnamese restaurant. Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 It was I, funny because I said to Billy, I was like, yeah, I just finished watching It Man. And he was like, did you go to the Vietnamese restaurant to watch it? And I was like, oh, did you listen to that episode? I was like, what? he was like, what? I was like, shit, that hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same fucking thing when we were talking about going to watch It Man. Uh, it, uh, yeah, I looked down at my phone at one point. Uh, I think I was looking something up in IMDb. I was looking up to see if I knew the general from something because he looked familiar. Yeah, and then uh, he does. And then I realized I had no clue what the fuck just happened. Yep. Because <laughs> it wasn't in it English. It wasn't you were in just, English. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have to. I, I've been reading this the whole time. <laughs> but I watch everything with subtitles anyway. So, yeah. Like, it really wasn't. Yeah, me too. Like, it's not It's not difficult for me to watch yeah. foreign films. Yeah. When you get used to it, it's not a big deal. I yeah. know a lot of people that don't like subtitles, but I love subtitles. Cause, what like, I can't do is watching a movie in English with subtitles on. That drives me absolutely crazy. Oh, yeah. All the time. Always have subtitles on. I usually have subtitles on. Dave does it, and I don't know how. Have you watched Tenet? Yeah. 
if you watch Tenet and you have the subtitles on, you know what the plot is. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Maybe I should try that. <laughs> yeah, because I did not get that movie at all. <laughs> it's because you didn't hear the dialogue. There's dialogue in that movie, in case you didn't know. Oh. There is dialogue. I don't really care to go back and <laughs> it's fine. do that again. I liked that movie. But Same. It was interesting, but I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, it's it it's a joke about it being infamous for its terrible sound mix. But anyway. Yeah. He really wanted those cinematic stings to come through every three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it sounded that bad when we watched it here, but we also like I don't know, we have we have like two weird sound systems on the TVs, so Yeah. Anyway, this movie. Yes. That's how you know we like this movie because we're talking about different things. Yes. It, I mean, that's <laughs> true. Um, we haven't gotten through all the things that I liked about it, though. I I really enjoyed that the action, like, told the story further, though. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of times there's just fights to have fights, yes. right? Yeah. And, like, there wasn't a lot of that. The fights are the story. Yeah. And, like, they also are, like... You know, there's dialogue during the fights that informs the characters, and like it, it was just extremely well done, uh, way beyond all the other movies that we've watched so far. Yes, because like one of the things that everyone likes about Jackie Chan movies, right, is all the stunts and shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but like when we watched Rumble in the Bronx, it was like. A lot of those, especially the fucking rollerblader and like BMX guy uh, fight scene. Yeah. That was literally in the movie to put those stunts in the movie. Yeah. Like those characters had nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Like it was completely random and bullshit, right? And like there was not one second of any fight in this movie that didn't have to do with any of the characters that directly. Uh, like had something to do with the plot. Yeah. Right? Like the first fight was with the master that ends up fighting the Japanese and dies and pisses Zip Man off. Like Jin mm-hmm. ends up fucking with the uh, the cotton guy and uh, he like takes advantage <sighs> of Lin's brother. You know, Lin is the one that like uh, it Man knows in town and is like kind of his friend and wants him to teach him his shit because he knows that he's better than his master at his school and like has a good relationship with him and he works with him and then he's the one that dies and like kind of pushes it man to really like fucking be like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to fuck the Japanese up. Like every fight meant something yes. in the movie as opposed yep. to being like, we just need a fight here because like the movie's getting kind of slow. Right. Like everything moved the plot forward. Which is like fucking awesome for an action movie in general, but it's like especially for a martial arts movie where they're just like, yeah, let's just fucking have kung fu everywhere, yeah, or karate or whatever the martial arts is that they're doing, right? Like especially for a martial arts movie, that is fucking awesome for everything to move the plot forward, which is usually the backdrop of a action movie, which it was like the most important part of this movie, which I think was amazing. Like, yeah. This yeah. movie was fucking this, great. Yeah, this is I, like, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Probably as it stands right now, this is like the best martial arts movie I've probably ever seen. I don't know. Under Siege, man. 
That's a good one. That above the law. Above the law. Every Steven Seagal movie is basically, you know, yeah. in my top ten. And that guy, he knows his shit. No one can see my face right now, but it's <laughs> just like straight up about to fall off. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You guys don't like Steven Seagal? He rules. Fuck Steven Seagal. He was a sheriff for like 40 years or something. I mean, he... Fire down below? Could Fire probably below. definitely still kick my ass, but... Could he? Exit wounds. <laughs> could he still kick your ass? I don't know. I don't know. I think he probably weighs as much as I do now. I don't think he does. He seems like a large guy. Like, I don't know. I'm gonna how pick tall a fight is with him. he? I think, I think he's like... I don't. I don't think he's actually as big as you think he is. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think. think he, I don't think he's over six foot. Mm. Give me. Give me guesses. Hang a big brain with Shane. Five eleven and three quarters, but registers as six four. Five eight. <laughs> six two. Okay. Man, all these fucking answers on this are bullshit. Uh, let's see. It's a mystery. Nobody night. knows. I think IMDb records actual height, not stage height. Yeah, but I got It Man pulled up. I don't want to fucking no. look up Steven Seagal. Because <laughs> it does have Tom Cruise as like 5'4 or whatever on IMDb. I'm sure he's fucking pissed off about that. Because <laughs> he's a little guy. <laughs> Uh, Jesus Christ is taller than Steven Seagal. Oh my God! It says he's six four. What? Did I win? I think you won. I said six yeah. two. Yeah. I said registers is six three. You were closest without going over. <laughs> Steven Seagal's taller than I am. No, you're and eight foot. He's oh, he's yeah, six four foot. and he's fat now. Whoa. He's always been kind of fat. Well, he always had like almost like a baby fat face, you know? But like it's now he's tan. like he's like big. <laughs> big. Yeah, look at this picture. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. He's kind of he's blown up. Yeah, yeah. He he's really popular. Now. Is that it from Machete? <laughs> Is that the one? When he was uh, in that says the Sean Weathers show. Oh, look at this, Russell. From thirty-five to sixty-five, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's. I think he's uh, four years. Oh, there it is. That's bullshit. He is not two hundred and twenty-five pounds. Nuh-uh. No. That's a lie. I no. am 225 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> 2017 says 300 pounds. I'm like pounds. 5'10". <laughs> Unless he lost a bunch of weight, I guess, but there's no way. Anyway, I think he was, I think, yeah, he's four years older than my dad. So he's actually 69 now. Nice. <laughs> or 68, sorry. Not nice. I don't know. I might be able to take him. 68-year-old man? Yeah. 68-year-old <laughs> overweight man? Yeah. He is, like... I'd watch that super fight. Super tall. 
I mean, I'd watch because I'd probably be there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'd be drunk in a bar. We're Russell's height. Like, look at this motherfucker Steven Seagal ponytail. And it turns around and it's actually Steven Seagal. And we're like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> Russell about to die. <laughs> nah, dude, them knees are going out. And dude, if quick. we're drunk in a bar, that'd be a problem because there's pool balls nearby. Oh, fuck. You're right. And he's wearing a shirt. Oh, he's not Jackie Chan. We're fine. Yeah. It's okay if he's wearing a jacket. He is not Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway. Uh, Itmon. Itmon. Yeah, Itmon. It's really good. You guys yeah, want to go down really to the good. corner? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Russell, like, somebody else talk about it. Jesus I, Christ. The only, so my I, I have a mild complaint. Yes. Um, And it's, it's really minuscule because, like, the whole time I'm watching it, I was just like, this feels... So much like, uh, like like a a really good anime, like the story. Sure, and yeah. like because like anime sometimes does a really good job of making sure that the fights are important. And like yeah. if if it's centered around tournaments or fights or whatever, like those are those some of those animes are usually really fucking good. And like sometimes, yeah, and like it's, it usually centers around the fight. And there's usually like this really great redemption arc in a lot of those. So what I thought was gonna happen was I thought, uh, what's the guy's name? Jin. The, yeah. Yeah. I thought Jin, Jin was gonna turn it around. Was gonna turn around. Yeah. So did in, I. The, in the cotton mill, I and I was a little upset that he didn't. I think he does. He show up in the later movies. I, I haven't watched so. the other ones. Oh no. I hope so. Yeah. If he shows up in two, and ah, oh, dude, like. This is seriously actually the the first time I've watched it. I Same. I, oh, I wow. watched it in air quotes at a Vietnamese restaurant. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was in a it was on a TV that was like 30 feet away and there was no sound and I couldn't read the subtitles and I was eating and talking to my friends and then I was like is that fucking it man? I can't tell. But yeah, I thought I so I thought he was going to turn around and I thought he was going to end up going with which like I get it too because like the, the it is it's the first movie and it's you know it's it's it man like it's his movie yeah so like I also get where like they might not have wanted to like make it look like he needed help because he didn't really fucking need any help yeah but I thought he was at least I thought there was going to be like this kind of like big monologue between which like it man does really good with like taking what could be like a five to ten minute monologue and turning it into just him saying two sentences that completely fucking demeans the other person. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, so him talking to Jin in the cotton mill uh, during that scene, like, I thought I, I was lo- I was expecting something a little more, I guess, Western uh, would be a good way to put it. And it's not what I got, but it's okay, too, because I still really liked how it played out. So it's not really, like, a huge complaint. It's just what I thought was going to happen was... He was uh, at, in that moment, you know, Jen was going to turn his shit around and realize that he's like robbing from his own people instead of like standing up to the bullies that it's like the uh, it's like the ant analogy with like the the ants in a jar. If you leave it sit like they're fine and they'll all get along and they'll all just like hang out and like do whatever in the jar. And then if you shake the jar, they'll all start fighting with each other mm. and like. So I was thinking of it like that, and so I was waiting for 
it man to say something. Uh, I mean, he does because he's like, I'm hungry. And it man's like, we're all hungry. Everyone's hungry. Like, and so it was still like a really good interaction and really kind of did put Jin in his place. And I'm going to watch the other movies because this movie was so fucking good. I have to watch the other ones. And I'm hoping he shows up for some sort of redemption thing. Um, but that that would have been cool. That would have been like nice and at that would have been like a nice little addition to the movie. But also at the same time, it, the movie didn't need it, so like I'm okay with it not actually being there. Um, but I, I as far as like the movie itself goes, like this movie is fucking great. Like agreed. Holy shit! I wasn't expecting this. I I was I was expecting it to be at at least on par or probably a little better than the rest of the movies that we watched, but I did expect it to end up being a little bit more like probably how the protector was like where mostly made sense, but like translations were bad or whatever. But also like, like having to watch it in Cantonese, like was cool. Um, and just like having subtitles for it, like was fine. And so, like, I just, I really loved the movie. Like, it, the build-up to the end and the last fight scene was so fucking perfect. And, like, I, I just, I don't, I, I can't say, I don't think I can say enough good things about this movie. <laughs> and, I, like, I really enjoyed it as well. Yeah, like, his, his relationship with his wife and, like, him, the like, the whole scene where, uh, you know, he's, the Jin shows up in his house and, like I loved that scene because she's just like, "All right, we'll kick his ass." Yeah, <laughs> I really love that scene like, as well, fuck, dude. I was I was so in. I was I was in pretty much from the beginning. Like really, the movie hooked me as soon as you had the private fight. Like I was mm-hmm. immediately like, "That's fucking cool." And then the other guy going around, running around. I was like, "Dude, what a little prick." Yeah, but then like. When I didn't see him for a long time, I <laughs> started to feel bad for him, and I was like, "What happened to him?" And it man, it man, also like you can tell how good a guy he is. Like he he's just a good person because like he keeps asking Lynn about his brother. He's like, "You know, have you seen your brother? Like, did you get a chance to talk to him and all the stuff?" And like you know, wants him and like tries to guide him. And like in the begin when Lynn depances his brother in front of everyone, yeah, like it man <laughs> kind of tries to guide him, like yeah. And so it, it's just I I don't know the 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 character building was so fucking good the like the this is the villain like this is the thing that like this is the thing like American movies should take away from like anime and like comics and like foreign movies like your good guy is only as good as your villain like. He's only more badass than your villain if your villain is a complete badass. Like, and we just don't get enough of that, especially like in Marvel movies lately. Like, yeah. it's but that, and the villain the doesn't have to down. be like relatable. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, like just they can be they can be three dimensional characters without it always just having to be like some sob backstory that makes you want to feel bad for the villain. Yeah. Like, like I don't feel bad for the general. But I yeah. respect him as a villain because he's honorable. 
And that's a super easy way to give him another dimension. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, he wasn't fucking mustache twirling, but he also wasn't like a traumatic victim. Yeah. So like he wasn't, and there was no, well, I only do these things because my country makes me do these things. Because yeah. I was waiting for that. And sure. then I was like, man, I am fucking, I got to quit watching American movies. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for him to be like, well, I'm only like this because of my country. I'm following, mm. I'm following orders. Following orders. Like, no, he's probably like this militant piece of shit. Like, yeah. And that's fine. That's completely okay. That makes it so much more fucking awesome when he gets the shit beat out of him later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you guys have anything else? I mean, everyone pretty said everything that I liked about this movie. Yeah. Yeah, because it was my first time watching it also. Yeah. I had heard really good things, but just really haven't had a chance. And, yeah, I mean, as much as I like the other movies because of all the kung fu and the fighting, sure. this one is a movie. It's yeah. It's cohesive. Right. It's really good action, really cool martial arts. Yeah. I loved it. It's great. It- yeah, uh, another thing I'd say, too, is it's paced extraordinarily well for as much story as in the movie. Like, it's paced so fucking well. Yeah. Like, there's not a dry spell at all. Yeah, so, like, one of the things that I really like about it, talking about the pacing, but also, like, the cohesiveness of the story, mm-hmm. is that um, the you usually have a problem when there's a extended intro introduction of the movie and then like a very important plot point that informs the whole plot of the movie happens like 20 minutes or 30 minutes in. Yeah. Right. So Mm -hmm. like it's like 20 or 30 minutes into this movie before Japan invades China. Right. And that's like what the whole movie is about is like them being kind of. Yeah. Like uh, oppressed by China and like. Yeah having to get through this and, like, fighting the general and stuff, right? But the whole introduction, like, gives you all of this exposition through action and dialogue of all of the characters except the Japanese in this movie. Yeah. Which which actually makes it an excellent introduction. Yeah. Um, and I fucking loved it. When usually that like overlong introduction to a time jump to the rest of the movie is usually shit. Yeah, usually it is not done well. Yeah, or usually it's uh, unnecessary. Yeah, unnecessary. Like yeah. the whole movie could do without it. But the whole beginning like improves everything else that happens in the movie, and there's foreshadowing too. Yeah, because when the guy comes and asks that man if he can if he wants to get in on the business. They're talking about how good that the like city's doing. Yeah, and you know people are gonna need nice clothes, and we're in just such this great spot. And yeah, then, like you know, ten minutes later, you're hit by a fucking truck. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> the twenties before the Great Depression, right? Yeah, you know? I guess I should have said a plane, right? Oh, <coughs> um, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> well, Jesus, uh, but yeah. So it's like, been 70 uh, years. We can uh, make kamikaze jokes. Can we? I don't know. We'll find out. <coughs> Canceled. <laughs> um, Dave, we're going to have like a little that? tag underneath that's like, <laughs> learn about the, the scene of war. 
underneath <laughs> us on on Spotify. Learned about COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we said it. So now it's just it's it, the thing just auto scrubs for if you say COVID nineteen, and then it's like I kind of I'm I, gonna watch it for it now. We'll kind of hoping. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, COVID 19s fake. There, it's a test. Oh, oh my test. god. <laughs> Can't say that. It's not the camera's there. not over there, Russell. <laughs> the worse than what I said. Camera. Yeah, I went to gym it. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go down to the corner, the totally non-conspiratorial corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a test. <laughs> I know it's real. Okay, this is a test of the Podbean Spotify emergency system. Have we all had COVID? I have not. You haven't had. Haven't it? Had I have it? somehow skated past it. Holy I don't shit. know how. You didn't have it when you shit your pants? Like Nope, that was just shitting my pants. <laughs> Hold on. Like you didn't have COVID or like you don't believe in COVID. I believe in COVID. I Good, haven't had COVID it. believes in you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. Uh-huh. Have you accepted COVID? <laughs> Apparently Into not. Your lungs. Apparently I have not. Uh, Dave's trivia corner, please God. <laughs> we going to Dave's trivia corner. All yeah. right. Yes, yes, we are. Let it let us wing chung to the corner. Ah, Dave's trivia corner. I'm not gonna do an accent. It almost sounded like I started to. I didn't <laughs> <Yeah. for> that. <laughs> I was just coming out of the ha. Ah. I was wondering. Uh, this is Dave Trivia's corner. Yes, it is. Yeah, Dave's trivia corner. <laughs> Where the Mike's, point of this Mike's corner nervous. is for you to say, "Ooh, neat." It's a good thing this episode isn't on fucking video. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I don't know what just happened. What we got? Let's do some trivia, Dave, please. I'm gonna trivia the shit out of this. Um, although it is not mentioned in the film, uh, Grandmaster uh, Ipman was actually employed as a police officer during the Japanese invasion. I just saw a fucking meme about that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because there's three quotes that are all terrible on IMDb, so I searched Google for him for a better <laughs> one. It's like, this is in Chinese. You don't want fucking quotes. Like, yeah, I do. There's some cool shit that they said in this movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, as mentioned in the film, uh, Ip Man's fighting style is Wing Chun. Uh, mm. It is said to be created by two women. I'm going to apologize right now. Yep. I'm going to get one of these very wrong. Help. Uh, what's that one? Where this NG Warlord? What? No. When? N G space M U E. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's the same as Mew. Uh, because when is spelled N G U Y E N. This is two. Yeah, that's sep- two separate things. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what the first NG, name is just the, like, NG. The what sound that makes. I'm not making it. Nope. Uh win, win me. W- win me. Sure. Sorry. Right to the show, please. Uh and and uh Yim Wing Chung. Okay. Uh, according to legend, a warlord wanted to marry uh Yim Wing Chung, but she refused and instead challenged him to a duel. He came across, she came across the name, 
uh, a Buddhist nun whom she asked for help. Together, they created the art of Wing Chun, which the nun named after Yim Wing Chun. Wing Chun won the fight. Okay. I want to see that fucking movie, too. Yeah, that sounds what great. What century was that in? And it just says, we... according to legend. According to legend. A so... warlord wanted to marry so, like, Yim Wing Chun. In, like, the 7th century... <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're asking someone that's uh, like 1,400 years old to, yeah. to email us <laughs> and tell us how to pronounce their name. That was the joke. Appreciate it. Or, you know, someone that knows Chinese. There's a lot of uh, real spirituality over there. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh, neat. Thank you. Because they want to see that movie. I want to see that movie, that too. That sounds really dope. Yeah, it sounds cool. Uh, Super neat. Also need to apologize for, for trying to say this name. Oh, uh, here, Yuki uh, Ikuchi, who played the Japanese general. Okay, I was like, that sounds uh, like a Japanese name. Suffered a mild concussion during filming after being struck four times during a fight scene. I thought he was going to have a concussion after rattling his head off that fucking pole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the end of their fight. Uh, while rehearsing a fight scene, Donnie Yen was reportedly injured when an axe wheeler accidentally slashed the side of his right or left eye. Oh, my God. Jesus. Uh, Yen also had a ma- uh, masseur on set as he could not raise his right shoulder due to an injury. Neat. I wonder if that's <laughs> yeah. from the last fight when he kicks him. Oh, where the general kicks him? Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, that's now. Yeah. He did the like the whole movie like that? I didn't I didn't say. Fuck off with that. <laughs> uh you guys ready for some more? Yeah. Yeah. Got some sure. more. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh Itmon's eldest son, Ip Chung, uh his student Leo Ayuang, and um Chang Changwin gold medalist to Young Han served as technical consultants for this film, providing advice on the film's history and martial arts choreography. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. I fucking love that too. That's fucking neat, bud. Isn't that neat, bud? That's fucking neat, bud. Hell yeah, bud. Thanks, bud. Uh Donnie Yen is a skilled martial artist in various styles, including Wing Chun, which he learned from Ip Chung. The elder son of real life Ipmon. That's dope. Fucking beautiful. Donnie Yen's mom is also a martial artist. Really? Yeah. I almost included that in my quiz, but I thought the sending eight guys to the hospital was cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Yen rules. Yeah. Uh, let's do two more. The you force is with me. And I'm with the force. Yeah. Although this was the first film centering around uh, Ipman, the idea of doing an Ipman biopic had been conceived for a long, for as long as thirty years. Wow. Uh, Donnie Yen was actually slated to play Ipman in the supposed first biopic that was about to go in production in 1997. Holy shit! Uh, the film would have also featured Stephen Chow playing an adult Bruce Lee. However, only one day of shooting took place before the project was canceled. Oof. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder why it was canceled. 
I don't know. That's interesting, though. Is, is Stephen Chow the guy from Kung Fu Hustle? Yes. I think so. Which would make sense. He kind of looks like yes, Bruce Lee. he is the guy from Kung Fu Yeah, Hustle. a little bit. Uh, one more. Uh, at the end of the film, providing what happened, uh, subsequent, ah, subsequent, subsequently, subsequently, edit all that, Dave, <laughs> uh, to the fictional tournament. Uh, there are historical lies regarding the unconditional surrender of Japan in August 1945. Uh, China did not defeat or even have a unified government to fight against Japan. Uh, there wasn't just a war between communists and military, but warlords after the fall of the Manchu dynasty occupied different areas, making the evasion relatively fast. Yeah. The historical debate to the unconditional surrender is uh, was it was a result of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, Stalin's declaration of war, or both. Uh they unconditionally surrendered to the United States and England since technically despite declaration by Stalin, the unconditional surrender was a day after. Uh, General MacArthur was one of General <laughs> MacArthur, who was the Eisenhower of the Pacific Theater, oversaw the ten year reconstruction of Japan and was the first foreigner and individual to have the title of Shogun bestowed upon them. The oppression of the Japanese was fairly accurate. Okay. Yeah, they did a lot of oppressing. Yeah, <laughs> they oppressed the shit out of people. <laughs> How was that dynasty spelled? With the Manchu? Yeah, M A N C H U E. Yes. No, not you. Not just C H U. Not E. So, yeah, I wanted to throw this in here. Uh, so the Manchu, Manchu led imperial, the Qing, Quang, King, Q I N G, yeah, King, King, King Dynasty, uh, was Manchu led imperial dynasty of China, and it was from 1636 to 1912. 1636 to 1912. That's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Oh, yeah. So the Second Sino-Japanese War from 37 to 45, or the War of Resistance, Chinese term, uh, military conflict between the Republic of China and the Empire of Japan. The war made up the Chinese theater of the wider Pacific theater of the Second World War. Beginning of the war is conventionally dated to the Marco Polo Bridge incident on July 7th of 1937 when a dispute between Japanese and Chinese troops in Peking escalated into a full-scale invasion. Some Chinese historians consider the start of the war as the Japanese invasion of Manchuria on the 18th of September, 1931. China was aided by the Soviet Union, the United Kingdom, United States, and Nazi Germany before Nazi Germany's alliance with Japan. Around 20 million people, mostly civilians, were killed. Hmm. Uh, full-scale war between China and the Empire of Japan is often regarded as the beginning of the World War of World War II in Asia. Although some scholars consider the European War and the Pacific War to be entirely separate, albeit concurrent, it was the largest Asian war in the 20th century. 
Huh. Yeah. Not super neat. But fun but, history but facts. In, interesting yeah. history facts. Yeah. That's all I have for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Ooh, neat. All right, you guys ready to rate this? I'd rate it. I'd rate it. I'm going to give Ip Man an 8.5. I think it was fantastic. Um, especially for what it is, you know? I mean, it's a... It's a martial arts movie, but I think it's a movie before it's a martial arts movie. I think it's kind of backwards as far as, you know, the other stuff that we've reviewed so far this month. Or for the rest of this month. This is the last one. Um, but I, I think it's fantastic. Like, you know, you get a little history. You get a lot of fighting. You get a ton of story. Um, and uh, it's based on true events. So, like, there's... And it was, like, interesting. So it's really cool. I think it's good. It's shot well, acted well. Um, I'm hoping it was translated well, and we're not like lauding it with praise when they were just like shit talking each other. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fair. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Uh, Eight point five, Russell. Pacing, stellar. Cinematography, creativity with the camera. Stellar. Uh, a lot of it is simple, but there are a few really great scenes, a few really great shots. Um, so I applaud them for keeping it kind of simple, but still managing a little bit of creativity on the cinemato- cinematography. I um, thought the movie itself was gorgeous. Uh, I had a really great moral, really great lesson. Um, several, actually. But um, a lot to take away. Uh, there's a lot of depth, um, especially in some of the dialogue and some of the things that they're saying. So along with Shane, I also hope they weren't just shit-talking each other and the translation's pretty <laughs> true to form, or at least as close as it can get, because um, I know they have they have a lot of words for things that we don't have words for, um, you know, being a much older language than ours. Uh, but it, I don't know, like, there, I have so, I have no complaints, like, about this movie, and I think it is is currently as it sits, because I can't think of anything else that is better in terms of a movie, and also invokes, like, the amount of feelings this movie invoked fucking blew my mind, like, because it's an emotional ride, but it it, it it stays pretty steady with the, yeah, now beat that guy's ass. Damn it, beat that guy's ass. Oh, I want to see you beat that guy's ass. <laughs> like, yeah. It's true, yeah. That's the pretty steady emotion, and, and the payoff is fucking great, and every scene, and, like, the end. Uh, so where... Sato, I didn't say this earlier, so where Sato, uh, that were the traitor police officer or whatever, like he does have a redemption arc. Um, because you do, you also get the sense that he's just trying. And I love that you don't know he has this huge family until, like, because I was, I was just kind of like, uh, this guy might be a piece of shit. And then he, like, brings all that rice home for his huge ass family. And oh. I was like, oh, okay. It's like he is just trying to survive, I guess. Um, 
So like that's there's something to be said about that. But then he gets his redemption when he fucking turns the gun on Sato and Sato and fucking blows his head off. Uh so that was really satisfying. Um I gotta give the movie a nine point five. Uh Woo! it it's probably going on my list of favorite movies I've ever seen. Uh it is just I don't know. I feel very passionate about this movie. <laughs> like That's awesome. I fucking loved every minute of it. I was so enthralled. So that's what I got. Dave. I think I'm gonna give this movie a nine. Okay. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh really good story. I like, you know. 1930s history and and all that kind of stuff a lot. Um, it was shot really well. Donnie Yen is awesome, and watching that dude put on a clinic of martial arts <laughs> was fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, give it a nine. Mike, um, I also give it a nine. This. This was like the movie that really kicked off getting um, into kung fu movies for me. Because I had seen like um, a few like Bruce Lee movies here and there and some other classics. But sure. And you know, grew up with like Jackie Chan movies, but those are kind of like a genre of their own. Um, but yeah, like kind of early on when. Just starting to watch movies on Netflix, I was like, oh, what's this? Because I'm like, oh, this is Bruce Lee's, um, the guy that trained Bruce Lee, like, looks cool. Um, didn't know who Donnie Yen was, didn't, you know, didn't know anything about it. Um, so going into it and seeing Donnie Yen just like absolutely like the way he punches so fast and it's like <laughs> it's so rhythmic all his moves like have such a rhythm to him yes and i don't know if it's just like as a musician or as a drummer that i really connected with that i was like oh i get this i'm like i don't know what it is about this but i get like the rhythm to all this where like you know before i was just like yeah they're punching and kicking that's right. cool yeah yeah so yeah that was like an element i hadn't really s- seen before that i thought was awesome and uh i've i've watched all of the itman movies and all their like kind of offshoots um and they're all pretty good um i think this one might have i don't know this one or the second one i think have the strongest story um the pacing on this one is pretty good. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's kind of this push and pull between like, all right, now here's a fight and here's an emotional thing. And like, I do really appreciate the way the, um, the fights are part of the story. The fights yeah. are the story. They continue to push the story along. They're yeah. Not just set pieces. Yeah. Um, and I've I have seen that in some older movies, um, but most most like kung fu classics don't 
don't push the story along with the fights. Um, and that's an element that I kind of, as I watch more Kung Fu movies, I've been keeping an eye out for. Um, uh, wow. Just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, I feel you, man. Yeah, it's really good. It sent me down a rabbit hole of just Kung Fu Netflix netflix movies and um like specifically like well go usa movies on netflix Mm. and i really got into all kinds of chinese movies and then that got me into korean movies and that got me into japanese movies yeah and that got me into the ong bok series (laughs) and i just like tore through all of them but this was this was the movie that set it off for me yeah um, so I got to give it credit, um, but it's not totally perfect for me. And um, having watched the other Itmon movies, there's like I don't know. There's a little bit of this flavor of like Chinese nationalism that I'm not like real comfortable with. But it is like a war story, so like yeah. I, I understand. Like, yeah, Japanese bad guy, but like I don't I don't know, it's hard to not like feel uncomfortable about it, but I do understand that they're just telling a story. Right. Um but being a Chinese like made movie, it's it's hard not to see it in that light. Right, yeah. Yeah. Cause it was basically this especially I mean, this movie was like China is good. Or at least these people are good, and Japan is bad. But I mean, it's also like when that was kind of true at that time, right? Like, I don't know what China was doing geopolitically, but Japan was definitely being an asshole. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Most definitely. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it, yes, I agree with you. It is kind of weird. Um, And, like, we talked about this with the Jackie Chan thing. Like, yeah. And, I mean, it's not like American movies don't do the same thing. Oh, yeah. We just, like, but we live here. So yeah, we're yeah. kind of like, <laughs> and we've been, like, fed it, like, our whole lives, you know. Yeah. So, like, even, like, I think it wasn't, I don't, I think, like, me personally, if we're going to talk about politics shit, um, although we were running long, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think it was until, like, you know, we were in high school, or you guys, I guess, were probably, some of you guys were in middle school, but, like, like uh, when, like, Bush was president, I don't think it was really until then when I was, like, are we always the good guys? Because, like, we're always the good guys, right? <laughs> are we always the good guys? Yeah. You know? Um, But, you know, you don't really notice that shit until you're older anyway. I, too, was indoctrinated at an early age. Yeah, man. (laughs) But I will say, not to defend America, which is the last thing I ever thought I would do, (laughs) um, but we do get a lot of movies that are like, hey, the government's bad. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, like, to your point, I I see where you're coming from with that. Um, But, like, we, we have a lot of movies, like... 
I, I mean, Terminalist is a good example, right? Where yeah. It, like shows, you know, I mean, it doesn't really blame the government necessarily, but you people know, within the, the government, people yeah, in, within the government, and that's usually what it is for us. But you know, we get away with that stuff. Whereas, if like, I'm sure there's not a movie like that in China at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Or worse, in Russia, if like you even fucking say something bad about Putin publicly, you oh, end up yeah. dead in a pool like a week later. Yeah. 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 There was literally like a pop star this week, I think, that they found dead in a pool that said something about Putin last week. There was, uh, that happened, what, like six, seven months ago? Yeah. Two? Yeah. That pop, or is it that pop star, the one that went missing? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. They found, I think it was like this week, though, that somebody, they found somebody that had drowned that was like a pop star that had said something shitty about Putin. So, but like, you know, similarly, but we don't like hear a lot about that with like China, so. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty tight-lipped with their yeah. internet access and all, you know. Anyway. Nine out of ten. <laughs> nine out of ten. <laughs> nine, nine, eight and a half, nine and a half. Uh, good all-around scores for our last entry in Martial Arts March. It Martial Arts. No. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Next month is uh, April Hitchcock. Um, we're starting with Vertigo. Get dizzy with us. Get dizzy with it. <laughs> Find us on all your social media. DraftyQ at gmail.com is our email. Uh, search Drafty Quarters on all your social media. Find us on Patreon. Please give us a dollar. Uh, Dave's going to get mostly naked, sort of, kind of, and take pictures if we get a 1,000 subscribers. Only if we get a 1,000. Only if we get a 1,000. Um. Well, we should put an expiration date on that. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Okay. I'll do it whenever. All right. Um, but thank you for listening. Hope you had a good time. See you later. Bye. 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 You know, Captain Lee, we martial artists are energetic. Sometimes we might be a bit too loud, but it doesn't mean we're not civilized. We're civilized folks. Please don't pull a gun.